0: What's up guys and welcome back to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Now, if you are loving the podcast, if you want to be hearing more from me, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you really love the podcast and you want to support me as a creator, make sure you hit that share button share it to your community, share it to your friends, uh, because every single time that you guys hit that share button, it means that my message is expanding and it's encouraging humans to be better humans and to do great things. Uh, And I can't even tell you how much uh, I appreciate all of your support and everything that you guys do for me as a community, as the people that are the heart and soul of everything that I do. So thank you for everybody that shares it. I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you. I write back to every single one of the messages. Um, but yes, thank you in advance for sharing it. But today we are going to be talking about a topic that actually was in my question box. Uh, and the question is uh, how to nail an interview. I love this topic. Uh, I feel like I have done my fair share of the interviewing processing, uh, processing processes, probably need to have some more caffeine. I have, uh, when I go through the list of the jobs that I've done before and that I've been able to successfully do interviews for, I feel like you're going to be absolutely baffled. Uh, I have, uh, let's go through it so you can understand how many different interviews that I've gone through and the different careers I've done. I have been a bakery, that was my first job was a bakery. Uh, As soon as I turned 16, I think it was, I was working because my parents encouraged us that we had a strong work ethic. And so I was straight down the corner to be working at the bakery. I worked at an IGA. I have worked in a bar. So IGA is a supermarket for anyone that's uh, not in Australia audience. I have worked in a bar. I have worked as a promotional model Doing so many different promo jobs, I can't even tell you from being a Jägermeister girl in a club to working in soccer grandstand, absolutely hectic. I have worked at Diva, which is now La Visa, the jewelry shop, as a Christmas casual. I have worked as a flight attendant. (laughs) Uh, which the interviewing processing for that was absolutely out of this world. I'll go into depth about that one. And I have worked, what else have I done in my career? I have worked as a receptionist in a gym, which then led me to being a personal trainer and then owning my own company and training thousands of women. And then I got my job with Lauren Simpson Fitness in the digital world. So that was all interviews through Zoom because I was Adelaide-based and it was a Sydney-based role for that time. Uh, And then what else have I done? And then I worked for Rare, which was actually a stepping stone from LSF uh, to there. So that wasn't really an interview process. But what I want to take you guys through is uh, all of the different things that I would say are really important when you are going into an interview situation. The number one most important factor that you need to be thinking about is remove your imposter syndrome. Um, This is the most important thing that you need to be thinking about. And I guarantee you, this is why I have got every single job that I've gone through. And when I think about all the jobs that I've applied for, the ones before that I've just told you, the only jobs that I have never got is if I applied on SEEK and I was completely unqualified for that, completely had no skill set whatsoever and it would have just been an absolute shamble. But every job that I have been able to interview for, I have been able to get. And the reason that I've been able to get those jobs is that I'm going to tell you the secret of all. You need to go into that interview and you have to act like you have that job already. And I walk into every single interview scenario with it in the back of my mind that this is my job. And this is mine for the taking and the mindset that you need to remember when you're going into that to understand that is so, so important. My mum drilled this into me always when I was growing up is when you enter into an interview, an exam, any situation, you need to remember, first of all, that the person that is interviewing you or examining you, they want you to be fucking amazing. They want you to impress the fuck out of them with everything that you're saying They don't want you to fail. They want their job to be easy. They want you to be like, fuck yeah, this person's the perfect candidate. Let's take them on. Let's get them straight into it. So you need to have that in the back of your mind that I am the person for this job and it's just my job to prove to that person that I am capable and that I can do it. And I think about all of the times in different interview situations where absolutely like I've been nervous before. I've been terrified to go into some of these interviews before, but confidence isn't (laughs) given confidence is earned in life and uh, confidence and courage is being terrified as fuck. uh, But doing it anyway. That is so, so important to remember because everybody around you, all of these confident people that you're seeing kicking goals and doing amazing things in life, they are all terrified as fuck. But the difference between you and them is that they don't let their fear get in the way and they decide to mask it with courage and to be the person that just goes for it. So when you're going into your interview scenario and you are mentally feeling nervous and scared and terrified, You need to fucking flip the switch. You need to be a performer for that day. And you need to go in that space and say, this is my job for the taking. And I'm going to prove to these people, no matter what, that I am the one to the taking. And there are going to be questions that are going to be in interview scenarios where you're going to be posed with things that maybe you don't know and maybe things that you aren't educated on and you have no idea what they're going to do and you don't know what a person's going to ask you. But the most important thing that you need to respond to anyone that is going to be interviewing you is not, no, I don't have that skill and no, I can't do this or no, I can't do that. You need to respond with, I can learn to do that. I will be able to do that. I can definitely do that. I will be able to do that. I'm doing a course to make sure that I can upskill to do that. I don't have that skill set yet, but I will once I've done X, Y, and Z. So as soon as you're proving to an interviewer or someone that's examining you or whatever reason that potentially you don't have that skill set, but you're willing and able to learn, that already puts you a leap and mile in front of people. The first, the biggest thing that is going to put an interviewer off of you in the very first get-go is if you're not a solution person and you're not a, okay, Plan A hasn't worked, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, like that's been the main reason that I've always been able to get jobs because even though I've been completely unqualified and have no skill sets to do any of the things that I've done, I have gone into those experiences and I've gone into those interview processes with a very open mind and a very strong argument that I might not have a particular skill set for that niche of what I'm going for, but I've got an abundance of other skill sets. Uh, that I will use to upskill and to learn and to make me the most robust player in the market. And that is the most important thing at all. And that like really leads back to the imposter syndrome of you feeling that you're not competent and you're not capable and you're not able to do something. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do everything in life. There's no fucking way, especially if you're going in an entry level as a junior for whatever thing you're going into. There is no fucking way that you're going to have the skills there. It's not your job to prove that you don't have the skills. It's your job to convince that person to take a chance on you and to take an opportunity so that you can prove them how fucking right they were about you that you do have the skill sets to do that. And you can see how the imposter syndrome, the courage, the confidence, uh, those are all your keys into any scenario in life. Uh, and I have been very fortuitous <laughs> to have the gift of the gab. Uh, I can talk underwater. I can talk uh, all day, every day. I can bullshit my way out of any scenario because my brain just ticks at that frequency. I just have that mindset of I can always figure out a solution and if I don't know how to do something, I will figure out something to do. And I will take responsibility if I'm unable to do something, I will try and figure out who else in my team can help out to doing it. It's all about being a solutions person. So if you are someone that is right now the type of person that's saying, you know what, like if shit hits the fan, for whatever reason in your life, and then you just go into full meltdown mode and you have no idea what to do and you get scrambling and stressed, you need to fix that and you need to fix that fucking quick. You need to figure out how to be a solutions gal. You need to be a person that's got X, Y, and Z ready to go so that you can always be able to flip on a switch. And when you're going into an interview situation and you're given that opportunity, as soon as someone gives you that opportunity that you get to speak to them, that you get to hold their focus and hold that room for them for a second it is your job to persuade them to that you are that person, that you are the person that was on the pen and paper, that they've given the chance. And you wouldn't have been given this opportunity in the first place. You wouldn't be sitting in that room with those people having that interview opportunity if they didn't think that you had the requirements and the potential and the skills to do it. The hardest job for you to do was even to get into that room. Now it is your job to prove that person that you are capable of whatever task they're sending you for. And I know that it's terrifying. I know if you have intimidating people sitting across the table from you, asking you questions that it is intimidating. Absolutely. My second thing, my second factor that you need to be thinking about when you're interviewed, do not just blurt out shit without thinking about it. It is okay to take your time to respond to questions and to take a breath in, take a moment and to really think about, what am I going to say next? Uh, And for some of you, your mind will move in a really quick way and you can respond really quickly and you can respond really well. That's been my superpower in life. I can respond really quickly and really well. And I am articulate. That's another thing that's going to really help you with an interview process as well. They go hand in hand. Educate yourself, learn how to speak, learn how to use your words to communicate don't use filler words like um, uh, uh, all of the different words that are going to fill in between and learn how to speak with conviction. There are an abundance of apps that can help you with the way that you communicate to people, the way that you hold a room, the way that you talk with people. And that is going to help you not only in an interview process, but in so many other ways throughout your whole entire career. And I feel for me, my law degree was extremely, extremely beneficial for that because not only was I educating at a very high level, but I was in moot courts where I would have to be standing and pretty much debating and holding conversations and having to really think extremely quickly and to hold a room and to speak with passion and conviction and power So knowing how to speak is really important. And for a lot of people, particularly with TikTok and Instagram, the way we communicate these days is just regressing even faster and even worse than it had ever been before. So if you're unable to be communicating at a high frequency, even holding conversations with people in the office because you work from home and everything now, that is really important to educate yourself. It is so important to be able to hold a conversation, understand bigger words, understand using words and having power behind your words will really engage people as well. Expand your vocabulary, figure out ways to educate yourself so that you can hold yourself. And if you're not confident and you feel you stumble over your words and you don't really know, that's that's a huge thing for a lot of people. A lot of people really struggle to speak extremely well. I mean, I get fucking crucified for my inflection. That's for sure. The way that my voice curves up at the end of the words. But uh, in terms of talking and speaking and holding a conversation, yeah, I can absolutely improve. Yeah, definitely. I can say like less and say filler words less. But in general, I know how to hold room. Third point. I think the second one sort of melded into each other. Understand the background of the job that you're going for and do your research. Really do your research about the company, the brand, the business, the people behind the brand, the infrastructure, if it's social media, understanding the sector that you're going into so that you could potentially have a conversation with that person and say, hey, I think you're doing this great, but I actually think you could be doing this better and get ready to blow people's mind when you can be highly analytical of a sector that they're working on and they think is doing great But as an outsider, you're telling them that they can do it better. And I think that's the coolest thing in life. I have always had that mindset of looking at competitors, looking at people in general, looking at the way people do things and saying, oh, I could do that better. I could improve that. I could streamline that practice. I could make this better. So even if you don't necessarily have the certain skill sets and you don't have certain things that they have on their checklist that they need... That you might be able to really dial in in a sector that they are like, wow, this would significantly improve this area. We can upskill her on all the other things. That's fine. Those are other things that we can work on and we can educate and take her on as a junior. We can figure that out. But I feel like she is so passionate. I feel that she is uh, driven and focused and she's coming to us already as someone that has no experience or qualifications and saying, hey, I'm really excited. At the idea that I could bring to the table and enhance your existence, because at the end of the day, everyone's just looking for someone to enhance their existence. That's why I say to people, if you are in a relationship, you should only be in a relationship if that person is enhancing your existence. If you are in a business partnership. You should only be in that partnership because they are enhancing the things that you're doing daily. So figure out how can I enhance the existence of the person that I'm interviewing with? How can I make their life better and easier and to add more value to their world? Because ultimately they don't want someone that's going to be making life harder for them. They want them to make it better for them. So how am I going to make things better? Appearance, straight up, uh, figure out what you're going to be wearing to an interview and make some effort don't roll into an interview as looking as a slob uh, like really pull yourself together figure out what is the branding of that business if it's a high level job i remember when i was going for being a flight attendant with Qantas it was a high level job i was really young at the time i was studying my law degree at the time I had no experience in that area. I learned how to do a French roll. I like went into my interviews. I went to Q. I bought outfits with my money because I was working at a bar and doing promo modeling and I thought, you know, I'm going to invest in it. I didn't have suits or anything like really formal, so I I went and bought myself outfits from Q and I learned how to do my hair the way so I really fit the mold. So when I went into that room, that I was already holding myself as if I already had the job. So invest in yourself and your appearance. I know that appearance isn't everything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when you're rolling up to become a whole package for a person, that if you present yourself at the highest level and the highest frequency, that you will already be. But at the end of the day, People are so judgmental. That's just the nature of humanity. If you roll in there and you're showing that you don't care for your appearance and you don't care for the job role and you're really chill and lax about it, that's not showing up to the world. That's not showing up to them and showing how professional and how eager you are. Sometimes you have to invest in yourself to do so. So definitely appearance is a really important thing. But ultimately, guys, when it comes down to it, when it comes to interviewing processes, you just need to go back to what I said at the start. You truly just need to be thinking about that this job is yours for the taking and be prepared that you will have rejection. You will have times in your career where you won't get the things that you want. And it fucking hurts. It hurts to get rejected at anything in life. I have done with my fair share of rejection. I have felt the pain and the heartache. But one of the things that I really like about rejection and one thing that I think is really important about it is that rejection happens in life. And yeah, you will feel like shit, but it reminds you of what you really want in life. Uh, Rejection is not a bad thing. It's a part of life. It's a part of living. And if it really hurts you, if it really kicks you to the curb and makes you feel that shit, it means that you really want it. It means that you really want whatever you were going for. So instead of giving up, instead of saying, oh, look, it's too hard. Uh, I didn't get it because I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not enough. Uh, Figure out what do I need to do to be able to get it Uh, and I think of all the times in my past where I gave up and I didn't go after it and I did get rejected and I gave up on the dream and the journey because I didn't think I was worthy and good enough I'm human I've evolved past that version of myself Uh, but I think about those chapters and I think about younger me which is I feel like I'm talking to you guys like I speak to younger me and say you want it you want this bad you're hungry for it so What do I need to do to make this dream happen? What do I need to do? And maybe ask for the feedback. Ask the feedback for the interviewer after the rejection. Straight up, hey, can I just ask you, can you give me some feedback about my performance in the interview and why I didn't get the job? And maybe they say to you, you didn't have X, Y, and Z skills. Uh, We really didn't think that you were a cultural fit in terms of your personality. And they give you some feedback and you get that hard, those harsh words. It's constructive feedback, guys. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't change completely who you are as a person because one person doesn't believe in you and your vision, particularly if they're going personality and cultural fit. You don't need to completely change who you are as a person to fit the mold of whoever you want to be. But if it's you don't have a skill set in something, maybe X, Y, and Z maybe you need to educate yourself. Maybe you need to upskill. Maybe you need to be doing more things so that you can actually be the right applicant for that job. So maybe that does take you some time and reflection to say, okay, you know what? Right now in this second, I'm not the right job for the job that I want. But in six months time after I I have done this particular skill set, I have tried to do some educating and becoming a different version of the next version of myself. You could even go back to the same job and say, hey, Six months ago, you rejected me because I wasn't there. So maybe they don't have the job role anymore. Or maybe they see that you are so hungry and passionate and driven to work with that particular company or brand that you'll do whatever it takes to just keep on getting your foot in the door. And people really respect that. People really respect people being passionate and uh, excited and driven and wanting something and doing whatever it takes to make it happen. There is something so endearing about seeing people do that. And I think that I was even just listening to an interview the other day of uh, Tate's uh, videographer and how he became his videographer. And when he was given just a, a crack of opportunity, he only not only delivered one video, which he was briefed to do, he did that plus more on And he didn't necessarily get the job that round, but then he ended up becoming like his main videographer through just being determined as fuck to make it happen and to get his foot in the door and to be his main man. And it just shows what perseverance and keep not giving up and to constantly going after it, that you will get there in life and you will make it happen. And I can guarantee you right now, If you haven't got a job before and you're listening to this interview, this interview, this podcast, and uh, you didn't get it for one of the reasons that I said before, figure out what your new stepping stones are, figure out what your new processes are, and fight for that fucking dream. You get up, you fucking leave your ego at the door, you leave the heartache, the heartbreak, and you fucking fight for your fairy tale in life because everything that you want in life is worth fighting for. And it all starts and ends with you. But um, yeah, if you've got any more questions about interviewing processes or anything in particular that you want me to further expand on um, with my interviewing processes in particular uh, professions or anything, let me know. Thank you, as always, for joining me today. It has been a pleasure. It has been a delight. I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you go out, be a kind person to other people, be even kinder to yourself and go for that fucking job. Uh, go for it. Uh, I'm hyping you up and let me know once you get the job. I love when you guys message me about getting the job. P.S. I've had many people over my time message me for different professions that they've gone for and that my podcast has helped them or that my social media. I love it. I'm your biggest hype girl. So let me know once you have applied for that job and you fucking let me know once you have got that job. All right, guys, I will speak to you guys in the next episode. Bye.